0: I'm Sam Speering, a Dutch psychologist and healthcare entrepreneur. In the past few years, I became inspired by Buurtsorg, a Dutch healthcare organization based on just a few basic principles. These principles translate into highly effective and sufficient care. I traveled to the south of France to speak with Thijs de Blok of Buurtsorg International. This is the Principles of Buurtsorg. Welcome to the podcast. ties is self-steering. Bad news for the managers, you say. Bad
1: news for the managers, yeah. What is the bad news? That people work perfectly fine without them, often even better. So. So they're not needed.
0: You're dismissed.
1: Yeah, dismissed. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's,
0: <laughs> oh wow. It's Maybe a, you can explain them why.
1: No, it's a, in. If I look at traditional nursing organizations and about how information is used. Yeah. Um, traditionally, the, the the detailed information is only given to the managers and it gives them a one up from the care professionals who do the actual work. So yeah, how, how it often happens, and I'm not saying it happens everywhere like this, but a manager comes in with a couple of papers, a couple of sheets of paper and say, I have the data from the last quarter on how you are performing. And this has to be better, and this we have to be more productive, and the margins have to be uh, larger. it. it, it, It happens that way, but if if you create a position for someone purely based on the information, it's not a real position. If the information is already shared, like we do it within Buter, everybody knows the productivity, for example, of the team, and they are responsible. For their own financial results. And then if there's a problem, you can talk about it.
0: So, if I understand, the teams have their own insights and their own productivity, their own costs. In, in
1: all their parameters. So, they, uh, the care providers, the complaints. In a traditional organization, the complaints would go to the headquarters. Yeah, to one. And then go from the headquarters to the manager. And then the manager tells the team the bad news. You had a complaint, something Went wrong, they often know it already because they were the ones there but then they have to hear it again Uh, and in Bootsorg it's it's not that way if if people try to call the back office about a complaint and often there's little complaints if of course there's a very serious complaint and and there's a big hazard we take it up as an organisation but often it's it's something quite silly Uh, and then we say speak about it with the team there is no manager to bring this news, speak about it with the team and try to think of a solution with the family of the client or with the client him or herself and the team and they, most of the time, they then come to a solution.
0: So they're completely responsible for their own success.
1: They're, and for their own failures. And,
0: and their failures, yeah.
1: And their flaws and their recruitment and their HR. The everything. The flaws also? The flaws in the team, yes. If, if, if something, Because they can compare themselves to the rest of the organization. So every year at the beginning of the year, we make an agreement on how produ- productive do we have to be to break even. Um, and sometimes it's a struggle for some reasons to achieve this. And they also take the responsibility for that. It's not only when it's going well, but also when it's difficult. You should remain responsible for it. And we have 21 regional coaches... Yeah. That can help to provide certain solutions. But they don't make a decision. And that's the big difference with a manager. A manager will always make the decision. He or she will be the head of the table and say, okay, this so how we're we going to do it. Yeah. And a coach will actively refrain from making any decisions. So then the decision remains.
0: How should we do this? How should Instead we do this? And does do
1: everyone it? stand behind this? because what you don't want is then after a couple of weeks say one of the team members oh but I didn't agree to, to this so I don't have to do this it's a, it's a team effort and it's also their own little business and th- and that's also one of the things that is a good comparison because in, in Buto 97% of the people working for Buto are women
0: yeah nurses Nurses, yeah,
1: but there's also quite a lot of male nurses, more and more these days, and it's it's always fun to see, but 97% still women, and a lot of those women are mothers, and mothers are very good, at least. My mother was and is still very good at running a family, and a family is, in my eyes, almost the same as a small business. You are responsible for the incomes and the outgoings. For each other. For each other, tasks that need to get be done. And then to have a party sometimes.
0: Yeah,
1: have some fun. Have some We're fun. Uh, and by having 97% women, you have a lot of people that are very competent in doing these things. So they don't need to be managed. If they are professionals on the care part. A lot of managers in... Traditional care organizations don't have any affinity with the care itself. They yeah. have a management background. So the only thing that they are skilled at is managing, managing, yeah. managing people. <laughs> uh, so they they lose that touch with it already. And, and then to manage people, it's I find it sort of degrading.
0: Yeah, and there's the idea they can manage themselves.
1: The yeah. idea, the idea that them, they yeah. should be taught how to do... Yeah. These things. And that's that's difficult. I find that difficult. And a lot of people that came to work for Boertorg share that feeling that it's difficult. Why should I have been told? Or, or from the other end, there's a lot of nurses who were managers in some organizations because they're the higher educated nurses. Yeah. So they were sitting behind a desk for another care organization so and, and wanted to... Provide the care again instead of telling other people how to do their job. So it's both ways yeah. they came to boots um, and then in the team has various roles in the team. So how do you distribute the roles mm-hmm. within the team and how do you rotate them? Because so you, you rotate
0: all the roles that are in the teams?
1: Yes. And that's what kind of roles and um, there's uh, the, the role of the housekeeper, for example, to say, okay, we, we need a building and there needs to be contracts for the building. There needs to be, we need a safe and good environment to work. There needs to be coffee and tea in the place, but also the planner, for example. Of course, yeah. Planner is, is a very important role. Yeah. Um, but if you have only one person that can do the planning and as we spoke in the previous episode about the sick leave and yeah. if the planner falls sick you are without a planning. so you need to have several people that are skilled and equipped enough know on the different to it, yeah. aspects to do it and the only way the only way by doing this is rotating those roles um, everybody has of course the role of care provider and everybody has the role of team player And team player is a very important role. Because if you work too much as an individual, there is a larger risk of conflicts. Yeah. So you are together responsible for the things that you do within the team.
0: But I think it helps in understanding each other's role. If you had to role for your own, you understand much better... How it is to practice it. And all, you can help right? each other. You can help each other, yeah.
1: No, no, absolutely.
0: And I was wondering, Thijs, when Buurtzorg in 2006 became, well, grew big and became successful, a lot of organizations tried to use the self steering model in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Said, okay, that, that's successful, we're gonna do the same. But they failed. Why, why is it so hard to? Do this the right way, the self-steering.
1: Because you need to be committed. So you can't do both. You can't self-manage and still have hierarchical systems.
0: These companies don't want to lose the hierarchical
1: no, that's the, it, or... it's It's the people at the top of the hierarchical systems that make the decision to try something new so what what often irritates me is is they call boots of wave working the boots of project it's not a project you can't do a little bit of it. you can't cherry pick so hmm. and 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 when i said in in the um for the introduction for this episode that there is a role for managers, but then they have to be experts on certain levels they have to be. Uh, If you you look at, for example, at at recruitment and and if if, if as a manager to repurpose in a self-managed organization, try to become an expert on how to do a recruitment interview best. Not to do it, but to tell other people to teach Teach and inspire other other people on how to attract their new colleagues. And in this way... You have to be an expert. But it takes vulnerability. It also means that someone may be more knowledgeable on an aspect than you are as the manager. And a lot of managers aren't used to that because they have the exclusive right to certain information that the teams aren't aware of yet. So it's easy to take that hierarchical position. And within or if, you, if you're not more knowledgeable or if you're not better informed than someone else people see through it immediately yeah and it's also the way it sometimes takes a couple of weeks or a couple of months to get used to the self-management spoke to some teams recently uh, during a case study from, from Harvard Business School and, and they were very interested in the conflicts and the conflict handling within Burtzorg
0: and
1: hmm. uh, and a lot of teams said, oh, this is the one moment when we had a conflict, when I would have loved a manager again, because then I can put the conflict Team here. The manager? Solve my problem. <laughs> but sticks. then the other 99% of the time...
0: That's honest.
1: This would be a persona <laughs> yeah. non grata. Yeah. So, and and that was quite a fun conversation, but after conflicts don't happen that often. And of course, most teams, after 15 years... They've had a conflict somewhere in the past. Of course. But not enough to justify...
0: Like families, right?
1: Like families. Yeah. They, uh, they are a bit like families. And in, in Holland, in, in in some teams, and I'm sure in other countries as well, in Bootshoek teams, there's uh, husband and wife, mm-hmm. or wife and wife, or husband and husband. In some teams, we have, uh, even have mother and daughter working in the same team. Wow. It becomes a bit like a family. And because you're so close to the community and in the neighborhood, people know each other quite well already. So it becomes like this organic really system. really close to
0: the client.
1: Really close to the client. Also really close to each other. Yeah. And they trust each other. And I think that's the most important in a self-managed or self-organized team is trust. If you don't trust each other and don't trust each other's decision you will start to check everything yeah. and by almost by principle will disagree because your you opinion yeah. may be a little bit different and you don't trust it, so you change your opinion to become the opposite. People tend to do that <gasps> yeah, a little bit. That's true.
0: Yeah, I recognize.
1: Um, but yeah if you trust each other and you take responsibility for each other, then this does this is not an issue. So that's the self organized. And
0: If one of those listening managers now thinks, okay, you're right guys, I want to start with self-steering teams, where should they start? How do they...
1: They can't. The managers, uh, and I I hope you're not listening.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They are. are. Uh,
1: Recently, I was speaking at a uh, conference, Swiss health leaders conference near Zurich. And there's a lot of managers and CEOs from hospitals. Uh, there, and after my presentation, because a lot of questions. So yeah, it's a in, in the ambulatory setting, and we are in an institutional setting. And, but we're very inspired by this way of working, and we want to start implementing it ourselves. Okay, I will give some ideas, and let's talk about it. Where does it connect, and where are the differences? But there was one CEO from a hospital that said, Thijs, that was amazing. I will tell my staff tomorrow to become self-managing.
0: But then you tell them.
1: Which is the exact to...
0: principle what I said. of what
1: not <laughs> to do.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: So the motivation has to come from the care professionals, from the grassroots staff.
0: So the answer is just ask them
1: and they will do it give the right information because some organizations I haven't met a lot of them but some organizations people in organizations don't want to become self-managed I think it's good same as in Holland we are not the only home health care provider at all and people should have a choice on how they want to work yeah. some people like to leave work at work when they go home and then if there's a problem,
0: you have to have
1: someone else to solve it. I, I It doesn't sound very attractive to me, but if, if that's what people like to do, then that's also an option. But inform the team on the consequences of self-management, of self-organizing. Once they are convinced and everybody in that team is convinced that they would like to try it or would like to do it or like to move ahead with it, stay away as a manager. Leave the process to be the process and don't interfere. And it's often difficult because as a manager, you are responsible for the financial results of the team. So the interference is often from a financial perspective. That you say, oh, I should interfere because otherwise it's going to go wrong. But it's part of the process. So the only thing that you can keep doing is then provide new information on how other options are you should be doing. Try to be um, informed on the why and why not uh, that the team is, is, is going for and leave the process to be the process. And sometimes it takes a while. Also depending on the environment you uh, you live in. in. In Bootsorg, in the Netherlands, it took about six weeks for the first teams to be cash positive. And it's quite fast.
0: It's really fast. Yeah. For a team of 12?
1: For, for a team of yes. any size. So between 6 and 12, it took about six weeks to speak to the GPs in, uh, in the area, in the hospitals and the pharmacies, and they invest some more time at the start to create these connections, to find the networks when they need them. Also a physiotherapist and occupational therapist. Yeah. And once the environment that you move in as a professional team is clear, then you can start. Yeah. And then you know the people to find when you need them. And to have as little as possible cost. Teams need a team office to work from, but if that becomes the main driver, have a nice office with a nice sign and yeah. lots of. It's expensive. Marketing around it that that costs a lot, and then there's automatically a lot more money going out, so it's difficult to reach that break-even point. Yeah. So you should start spending a little bit more when there's the possibility. Yeah. To spend on it, but if you start with marketing before there's money coming in, then there's this big burden yeah. that you're working up against to make up for the money already spent.
0: You didn't help anybody yet.
1: There's no actual it's results. Clear. No. No. It's so
0: We're gonna talk a lot about the teams in the next
1: episode. It's it's all about teams in the end. In the the. the The nurses as individuals or the care professionals as individuals are, of course, the heart and soul of Puertzorg, but the team is the brains, because it's a collective achievement, and as a group, you often know more than an individual. Great. Let's make an episode about it. Let's talk Um. about it some more. Mm -hmm.
0: liked listening to this podcast follow me on itunes or spotify if you have any questions or brilliant ideas feel free to mail to podcast at buurtzorg.com and we will answer you right away see you in the next episode